And then uh, I'm not going to be trying a foldable phone anytime soon, probably. Probably not. I, don't, I do not have access to those. We're not big enough yet to get, you know, a uh, sneak peek. S- Samsung, <laughs> if you're listening and you want to send yeah. us a review unit once you get the some of the kinks worked out, uh-huh. uh, we'd be happy to, to do a full review on the show. All right, well, I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, we have a few assorted topics today, so we're just going to see what happens. Um, for the first topic, uh, let, let's jump in with foldable phones. This has been kind of a hot topic flying around uh, the tech the tech world lately. And the two things that kind of stand out to me are the you have the Galaxy Fold, right? So that's the one that has been kind of sent out to some uh, tech reviewers and there's been a lot of writing on that and a lot of criticism and then there's also been the 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 razor the new foldable razor that's been teased uh as well so what do what are your what are your thoughts on when i'm gonna start with the fold yeah sure i mean i think we could do a quick overview on some of these form factors there's also a i think it's a huawei one as well um that has a slightly different form factor too so we could kind of talk about these different layouts Okay. Is that is that interesting? We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, so yeah, so the Samsung one, right? It folds almost like a book, right? And so there's yeah, it's almost like the the primary screen is on the inside pages of the book, right? So when you close the book, those close up, right? And then there's another screen on the outside so that you can use it while it's closed, right? Yes, correct. So. I think that's all great. Then this, the Huawei one is interesting that it folds the other way. So there's only one screen, and the screen is on the entire outside, hmm. right? Okay. And it's almost yeah. like the cover of the book is the screen, and there's nothing on the inside. Okay, gotcha. Right? So that's the other one. And then the the other the third one that we've seen now is what is you're referring to as the Razer, and it's actually Razer-branded, like the original Razer flip phones, correct? Right, that's right. And so this phone folds like a an actual like an old flip phone, with the screen being on the inside and folds vertically. So um, let me paint a little word picture here. The first two that I mentioned, they when they open up, they're almost like a small iPad, small tablet size, and then in the folded version, they're like a phone size. This right. Razer phone is a phone size in the open size, and then when it folds, it folds into like a half phone, right? Right. So. Two things to talk about, right? So let's start, start with the first one, uh, the first form factor, the kind of book style. It opens up. It's it's a larger screen. That's it, right? Like that's the only advantage is that you sort of you carry around your phone and you can fold it open and now you have basically kind of an iPad uh, sized display. And I I don't I don't want you to gloss over that though. You said you said that like oh that's just that's it. That's I think my that angle. is a yeah. I think that is a particularly compelling idea for a lot of people that th- that you could have a large screen that you could use for i don't know multi-purpose computing device right it's like you know l- tablets are, are approaching laptop uh speed these days and abilities you can do a lot with a tablet so to be able to have a much larger screen that you wouldn't be able to fit in your pocket or purse 
take with you and you can just pull that out, open it up and have a big screen on the go mm-hmm. and then to be able to fold it up and put it away, I think is I think is quite compelling for a lot of people. Yeah, I it must be, right? I I'm not a super big tablet guy. I I kind of I use my phone and then I use my MacBook, which is essentially I can use like a tablet. I can carry it around, like it's pretty lightweight. It's one of the newer ones. But so I'm just not a big tablet guy. But, but I think yeah. I think you use a laptop the way a lot of people would use a tablet or the exactly. way you could use this. So yeah. you're not a lot of the time you're not using the keyboard on your laptop. You're using it to like play movies or watch YouTube right. or things like that. Things that a tablet could be good at. Correct. Um yeah. so you're- I think what you're describing, though, is instead of using those two devices, you could have one device that could really be a phone when, during the day in your pocket. And when you're at home, that's the device that you prop, prop up and watch YouTube while you're cooking. Right. And does, so that's not compelling to you or you, you know. Not really. Especially okay. not for like two grand. Or <laughs> well, it, sure. Price, price aside, this is a this is a, I don't know, novelty product at a novelty yeah. price point today. Um, but in a few years, I I wouldn't be surprised to see that come to normal prices. You wouldn't be surprised to see one of those in my pocket. That's uh yeah yeah I'm just gonna leave that there. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so then there's the razor, right? So that's like the one that folds down. Come on, what is the advantage of that? Okay, so this this is actually the form factor that I thought was more interesting. Okay. Um, personally, so I think what I think what they haven't quite figured out is the thickness of these devices they're they are quite chunky you're, okay you're kind they of dealing chunky, yeah yeah you're as far as we can tell you're kind of dealing with two almost like two phone sized devices like a modern a phone of to, a smartphone of today folded against itself so it becomes right twice as thick right it is the thickness of two phones right so i think that's where they really are going to need to i don't know move forward there but if you think about like the think about the lid like the screen part of your laptop right the that is quite thin right okay and so i think if you could imagine and one of the i think the galaxy fold is is claiming to have like 18 hours of battery life or something insane like that because they put battery they put a battery on each side right Hmm. so they're trying to create this and i think because it has to be so expensive they're you know to get the folding to work and all of that they're thinking, how can we make this a really premium high-end device, which is great. But I think it becomes more compelling when you start to have it become cheaper, thinner, and lighter, where when you fold it up, it is a normal phone size, right? I, I get I mean, but let's let's say they did get the thickness down, and now I can fold it in, in half, and it's not exploding out of my pocket, right? Mm-hmm. How, how is that better? Like how it's now it's now it's half the length. Like that's some huge advantage, right? Yeah, the the length is isn't better? really the limiting factor. I don't know. I think I think smaller is better though in general. So they just need to get they need to get the proportions right so that when it's folded up it feels, you know, maybe I don't know, maybe it folds the other way or it folds there's there's some I believe there's some magical geometry in there that <laughs> okay. will that will be a compelling device that can be smaller can be maybe I don't know maybe it folds three ways you know it's like it, like a trifold wallet or something I don't know there's got to okay. be some kind of way where it when it's closed it feels like a small nice little thing in your hand when it's open it feels much larger than would have fit in your pocket comfortably right Okay, fair enough. I don't and, know. I can't. I can't quite envision the magical folding shapes that's going to work, but I don't know. It just seems to me like there is 
a, there's a way to do the origami that it turns out into into a compelling product. We just haven't okay. seen it yet. And just to touch really quickly on the criticisms, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, especially for the Galaxy Fold, right? That's the one that's complete that they sent out to a bunch of tech reviewers, and there's been some negative feedback uh, with them. Uh, I think you know some of it's like the 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 actual area where you're folding like you can get some it's pretty easy to collect like dust and debris and it's kind of visible uh and some other issues with like the display becoming affected and not not working well um and so i i think i as my understanding is as a direct result of that they are delaying their their kind of public launch and they're they're they've promised to try to address some of these issues is that is that your understanding yeah, so I think just to get a little technical with it, what I heard is that it's something to do with this these OLED screens that basically if if some part they're kind of delicate and if some part of the screen receives um I don't know, stress or like pressure in the wrong way, it will just shut out, it'll destroy the entire screen. So Great. I think yeah, I think what's happening is there's maybe some openings in the folding part where debris can get under and then it puts unnecessary pressure on a certain piece and then everything kind of goes black gotcha. so that's obviously problematic um <clears throat> i don't know even even that aside i think there's some issues about like even without the obvious like flaws the literal like things that are breaking the design is a little bit flawed in general as well like the screen doesn't quite it's not perfectly flat in the middle when it's open you know like you can see some visual like bumps on the screen where it folds right yeah yeah and i think that's that's the kind of stuff that i think would it would really get on my nerves totally um having a device that doesn't like open up perfectly so but i can i can see that that getting fixed in the next couple years yeah so those those phones are kind of coming out and are going to be more of a talking point coming forward um also in the kind of hardware space and news are the Beats AirPods, I guess, are coming out. I, I don't have the exact date in front of me, but I know that they have announced that those are coming out pretty soon. Uh, and that is Beats, which Apple owns, right? So it's kind of... Uh, I, I guess they're they're supposedly going to be better than Apple's current AirPods because they're Beats and they're going to be... I saw they're coming in May and they're going to be 250 bucks. Yeah, what are they called? Power Beats? Is that the name of it? Power Beats Pro. Okay, so yeah, my understanding here is that the internal chips, whatever, wireless, mm-hmm. the technology is all the same from from the most recent AirPods. Um, so you get, uh, you know, AirPods are great. Everybody loves them. Um, but the benefit here is you get better sound quality. You also get adjustable, like, tips or something so you can swap out the tips that might fit into your ear better right like yeah. you can choose which size you want and then i think they also kind of i don't know have that little edge that like holds itself into your ear a little better yeah um, they, they they look to me like the old uh bluetooth headsets they have it has like the to me it's like Air, apple airpods are dorky in a certain way right but these are kind of dorky to me in a different way and that they they have that sort of uh, clip almost that kind of loops a- around the contour of your ear and kind of holds it in place. Um, I don't like these aesthetically as much as as the Apple AirPods, which is I can't believe I'm saying because I was really uh, pretty strong critic of the the look of that uh, <laughs> you know, when we did that episode maybe six months ago or so. 
I, I wouldn't say dorky. I would I would say they almost try to be sporty, right? Like they have that aesthetic of like sports sports, and I think that's kind of how they're trying to market them too, right? That they, um, yeah, I can stay see that. in. They'll stay in and they'll fit in your ears better if you're you know running around. If you're you know you're playing basketball while you do it, they're not going to fall out. I guess so, but I mean, I think Apple AirPods are are pretty good at that. I mean, I I've heard a lot of people compliment them on that fact and i've experienced that firsthand at least with my ears right they they i've never had them fall out have you um you know the only time i have is maybe like um if i bump them or something right like it kind of a you know swipe you know itch your ear or something and then you'll knock them out or something when that, when you're playing ag- when you get really aggressive during basketball yeah I know you're I a play big sports fan so much basketball yeah yeah mm-hmm. throwing throwing bows around elbows short for elbows. yeah that's what yeah that's usually what i say Right. Yeah. Ah, that's cool. Uh, are you interested? Like, are you actually going to buy these? No. So, I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> I have the original AirPods. They're, they're yeah. fine. Um, I've had them for, you know, two, over two years now. Wow. Um, they're, yeah, you know, humble brag. Um, they work totally fine. And so yeah. I, don't, I don't need to. I guess the battery is starting to show somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, after, you know, after a few years that, Makes that starts to happen, you know, a few hundred hundred charges i don't know probably 500 charges or something um so but no i don't want to i don't want to pay more for you know a, a chunkier i guess it's cool that they come in black um i would be interested in the regular airpods coming in black that might be really might be nice yeah i think huh. the white is kind of flashy you know yeah or or maybe like that dark uh, almost like bullet gray yeah there. some a space right. gray that would be I would yeah that. exactly because yeah. it that feels That'd be cool. Yeah, it reminds me of like I don't know Sony or something. You know, like a more like headphone, a traditional headphone. Like Apple. Yeah. I mean, we're so used to it now from the you know twenty years of the iPod. But yeah. um, you know, the white headphones were really unique, and I feel like before that, most most headphones were black, and that just kind of I don't know they draw less attention that way. Gotcha. All right, I'm going to the next one. So keep going, keep rolling. Yeah, I got a couple more topics here. So one, this is actually kind of a fun one, right? So. This is the about the Impossible Burger. So right, so there's these kind of meatless, plant-based burgers that are exploding right now, like in the news. So there's 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 two. I think two of the biggest ones. There's Beyond Beyond Burger or Beyond Meats as they're called, and then there's uh, Impossible Burger, right? And so the Impossible Burger is coming to Burger King. So they're gonna make the Impossible Whopper. A meatless Whopper, and it is going. They're rolling this out uh, nationwide by the end of the year. So just let that sink in for a second. Uh, and I'm I'm very curious to get your thoughts, but really quickly. Um, and then I'll just say beyond Beyond Burger, they just went public and they're valued at three billion dollars. So they're they've got stuff going on too. Uh, and well, you know we're we're gonna get into this, but I I, I think it'd be fun if we uh, went to a couple of these food trucks that that serve them or uh, specialty burger places that have them, and we'll maybe we will report back, do a follow up session. But uh, what do you what do you think, especially about the Burger King one? Like, does that is it surprise you? Do you feel like that's just like a, a marketing novelty, or is this like gonna become really commonplace and they'll sell a lot of them? Yeah, it. I mean, that's a lot of questions. Um, well. <laughs> get get to answering. Yeah. Um I think so okay, so Burger King specifically. Yeah. Um Burger King doesn't make a great hamburger, right? Like 
a regular Whopper isn't a isn't the best hamburger you can get. You know, probably not. It's, not it's been even, a while, but yeah, it's not really on the radar even as far as fast food goes. Of like the better, you know, like there's you know there's P Terry's, there's In and Out, there's Five Guys. Like those are the burgers yeah, that people premier. like. Yeah, yeah. In the in the fast food space, right? Yep. Burger King Agreed. doesn't make that list, so I am a little less. I'm less interested in the in Burger King's implementation of this because it sounds like that's like a it's a bad presentation of an already questionable, you know, faux product, right? Okay. So I think it's kind of set up to be less than successful. But what I do think is awesome is that if they are are they doing it in in every restaurant? Do you know like is every Burger King gonna carry this? That's a good question. That was my understanding, but I I'm not positive because the i think the real yeah. power there is that there are there are burger kings you know like i don't know how many hundreds of thousands of burger kings in the united states right like hundreds or, of thousands yeah no sorry um i don't know <laughs> one, how many, one no. for every man and child i mean how many no how, how many are there probably thousands thousands probably two or three thousands my guess okay yeah um it's a lot still a lot so i think what, yeah yeah what they the benefit they have is the ability to bring that to the masses right like to be able sure. to be oh yeah in you know something like you know in austin or san francisco like we expect to to have these types of food trends or um you know i don't know why those are the only two cities i thought of you know like new york whatever like if you're in a big city you expect to be able to get access to certain things like this to have like healthier options or sustainable options or all that but if you're in the middle of nowhere, like to to be able to have some option like that is pretty cool. Yeah. Right. I think that that could, you know, definitely make a difference. Right. And I think um, also think there's a whole thing to talk about. I don't know if we have time to get into it now, but a whole thing about just like the sustainability of meat production in general. Right. Right. And the idea, I don't know what the statistic is. I think it's like for every for every nine calories that you put into an animal like you only get one calorie out if, if yeah. you eat the food, right? Something like that. Or it's like a 10%, you only get 10% of the energy, right? Yes. It's, the it, old, it's, like, it, yeah, it's energy inefficient to like raise animals and eat them basically. Yeah. So like you could, yeah. you, I mean, effectively you could feed 10 times as many people for the cost of if you were, if everyone is a vegetarian, right? I actually think that ratio is like correct. Yeah. I think you're remembering that's a, that right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's some it's like one to nine or one to ten. It's like in yeah. that ballpark. I think right? you're right. Yep. So I think what's so cool about this is, um, and okay, so this is this is the part that doesn't make sense. The from what I saw, the Impossible Whopper will cost a dollar more than the regular okay. Whopper. Yeah, that makes right? that makes sense. It will make sense from a production standpoint, but if you yeah. think about like, like it, it's more because it's novelty, right? Like anything that they aren't like just sure. cranking cranking out that way but if you think about the process of like growing a cow like it should cost more like the the be the real beef should cost more than the plant based solution right if you're thinking of from a pure like they're just not at scale yet sure but that's if they, yeah if they were at scale it should be significantly cheaper right it should be according mm, to that you know you're assuming no. you're assuming that the the manufacturing process of the actual like meatless burger is simple and cost right is not expensive or time consuming yeah well and it is right now because they're they're developing this technology and it is taking a lot of time but right once they have it figured out like once the r&d yeah. is paid for 
the pro the ingredient the input ingredients should be much cheaper right than like growing an entire cow right i think so that makes sense so yeah i think it will be it'll be interesting when these options mm. if and when these options can become cheaper because i think people, yeah. people have a hard time the american population will have a hard time paying more for something that is not what they are expecting right whether it's better or worse it's going to be different right so i want to know how they taste i want to i i agree with all the things you're saying and i i've just been kind of curious and been meaning to try them just haven't gotten around to it have you tried any of these um no no actually you know i can't i can't quite remember i think i might have had one at hop dotty a while ago okay got it. that was the one but i could i can't remember because hop dotty also has like a black bean one that's not you know it's not like a yeah yeah, fake meat it's just a good veggie burger and i like a, a veggie burger um it's just a different thing but this really tries to be the other thing another another interesting thing i heard an interesting way i heard this put is that a cow is a machine that turns plants into meat right so theoretically you can make a machine that can can process plants into meat right like Hmm. the the cow's stomach is synthesizing nutrients and building muscle right got it and so if you can you know mimic some of that process you can theoretically create a similar similar thing through a synthetic machine that turns plants into meat right yeah, you're just like, talking about lab-grown meat. Basic. Well, like actual actual meat. Well, either that or there's some middle ground where it's not quite. It's not. I'm not saying like um, test tube uh, muscles. Okay. But more of the more of just like the process. I don't know. I've seen. I've watched. I watched some videos about this Impossible Burger and how they create it, and it's really oh, just really? like they're putting. They're putting like enzymes and like fermentation process and like um you know like into these like roots of like soybeans basically and they kind of like it's like it's not that different from like what happens in a cow but it's different from like lab-grown meat i don't know it's some oh cool right Um, interesting yeah all right well i think that's our homework i think we have to go and we have to go try it we have to go try it we have to go try a couple of these and uh report back and then uh i'm not going to be trying a foldable phone anytime soon probably probably not. I, don't, I do not have access to those we're not big enough yet to get you know a uh, sneak peek S- samsung if you're listening and you want to send yeah. us a review unit once you get the some of the kinks worked out uh-huh uh, we'd be happy to to do a full review on the show yeah that's generous yeah all right well that sounds like a plan good it sounds like a show Thank you.